I'm Coach Mickey. And I'm Mel. And we're so glad that you're with us today. And if this is your first time joining us, we are so glad that you did. Come on in and make yourself comfortable. And for those of you that join us on a regular basis, we're so glad that you do. We love hearing your comments, your questions, and your suggestions. Uh, and thank you so much for reaching out to our uh, guests and supporting them and uh, leaving them comments and questions on their social media and supporting their their doings. We do appreciate that. And today is just going to be fun. And I was, I always say to you guys, grab your cup of coffee or your tea or whatever you're drinking. Well, I've got my cup of coffee. I know, Mel, you got your cup of coffee? Mm, yes. <laughs> and, and I'm excited because the two gals that I have with us today is going to be so much fun and we're just going to hang out and have a good time. So let me tell you a little bit about them. Uh, we are with author Amy Lyle and blogger Gina Riles. They have teamed up for a new comedy show called In the Burbs, which is a 60-minute talk show that debuts as a popular show uh, on Roku, and they'll give you more information about that. And they discuss anything from motherhood, marriage, divorce, and menopause among the joyous and concerns of uh, everyday life. And you guys are going to have so much fun, and you're going to hear a little bit more about where you can find them and what they're doing. So we're just going to hang as girlfriends today and share mm-hmm. some funny stories. So welcome, Amy and Gina. Hey. Hello, hello. Thanks for having us. As they say, welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> so so you're, you're on the East Coast in Atlanta, and we're out here in California. So I think we cover the whole country. We're just gonna- <laughs> but you know, you're not allowed to say um, hot Lana anymore. Why? Uh, why? Not allowed. That's taboo. You oh, don't say oh. hot Lana. So anybody out there in the West Coast, we do not refer to us as hot Lana. We don't. We're the ATL, but we are not hot Lana. I would answer to that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We are both hot most of the time and not in a good way, if you know what I mean. Uh, Oh, yes. Well, I've been out there for your summer, so I don't know. What are we going to call it? Humid Atlanta? (laughs) Miserable. They are absolutely miserable. (laughs) But it is beautiful. Atlanta is beautiful. And I love going out that way and spending time. And I have had an opportunity to go through many places through Atlanta. And it's it's a great city. It's a great city. we We talked about this the last time. Thank you for having me as a guest again and letting and having Gina join but the next time you guys are in town we're gonna do something together in the oh, studio absolutely yeah. fun yeah. that so would be fun they do oh yes. absolutely that would be a blast mm-hmm. we'll have our own little talk show of, yeah it'll be the view but nicer nice yes <laughs> <laughs> Fun. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, so tell everybody a little bit about where they can find you. And again, like you guys know, our circle of friends, every time we have a guest on, you can find all their information's embedded into the, the podcast information, but let, go ahead and tell them now. So if they want to be looking this up later, but then we're also going to mention it again at the end of the podcast. Oh, sure. In the burbs, if you look up online in the burbs with Amy and Gina, It'll pop up on YouTube and then also our own webpage, also on Facebook, you know, in the burbs. And then also it's on Roku. On Roku, you have to look it up under UI Media. It's like, you know, looking up a show that's on NBC. You have to look up the network network first. Mm -hmm. So it's UI Media. And then under that, it's in the burbs with Amy and Gina on Roku. So we're just, that just happened. So we're kind of excited about that. That's have. I think we have six six viewers so far on Roku. So we'll... (laughs) (laughs) Mel and I will log on. That'll give you eight. Yeah, that'll be it. (laughs) 
You're really yes. making a splash. We're on Roku <laughs> and the Facebook, as my mother says. So. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, so you guys cover a variety of information, and I've had an opportunity to watch some of your videos and how much fun do you guys have. It's sort of like Mel and I, we just, we're just here to have a good time and share it with everybody. So I highly recommend you guys find their show because it's really fun to watch. Uh, so, so, so what do you guys got going on? What's happening in your side of the country? Out in the burbs. Out well, the burbs. Burbs. Um, you know, things are kind of quiet right now out here, but it, I mean, it's always Atlanta has become such a busy area. I mean, the as you know, the traffic is terrible, but where you are, I'm sure it's just as bad, but you know, they're making a lot of movies out here. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you all watched Ozark. Did you watch Ozark? Have you watched yes. Ozark? Yes. I okay. Have. Well, it's been filmed. I mean, they're done. Literally, it filmed right in our neck of the woods. It everywhere. In Gina's- oh, on my street. On the- Gina's street. And right. the um and the farm scene where they were supposed to be in Kentucky, that yeah. barn is in Gina's neighborhood. Yes. I mean, all- <laughs> how cool is that? I know, oh, wow. but I never got to meet Jason Bateman, but oh. that's okay. That's okay. My that's husband okay. was in a fender bender and the lady got out and at first she was mad and then she started crying because she thought my husband was Jason Bateman. Who, by, the, who by the way, doesn't look any Anything like Jason <laughs> Hilarious. I could see, see a little. I could see a little resemblance. She's like, oh my God, I ran right into Jason Bateman. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been, that's been kind of cool. You know, they do a lot of filming here. As a matter of fact, today I was in, near a, a, a suburb, Sandy Springs. I saw all the little signs, but you guys are used to that out where you live. I mean, they filmed that you, they've been doing that for, yeah. that's yeah. your neck of the woods. Well, you know, actually, um, when I lived in Wilmington, North Carolina, I saw more movies being made when I lived there than I ever have here in, no, in yes, California. Yes, become mm-hmm. a movie mecca. Well. Yes, nice. I have heard that That's as well. Pretty, yep. Area too. They go where it's cheaper now. They're getting mm-hmm. out of yeah. California. Yeah. Atlanta, yeah. we're stuck in Georgia. We're cheap. We're cheap. <laughs> <laughs> like The Walking Dead was there too, wasn't it? Who? The Walking Dead. Weren't oh, they filming there? And all the Marvel films are yeah. filmed. Oh. I do oh, know yeah. that. Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Iron Man. Oh, yes. God. Yes. Walking Dead's been here a while. They were probably one of the first mm-hmm. series to come here. And I think, is that still on? I, I, I have know. not I watched that. I don't know. But I'll give you some scoop on that. Yeah. Uh, Gina, Gina and I used to be neighbors in this neighborhood. She since moved to a larger, uh, she has dogs. She wanted more space. Anyway, but um, <laughs> oh, this we, a lady, a mutual lady that we know, she's a designer. Her daughter was a production assistant and he did, she dated Remus. <gasps> Remus? Yeah. Oh, yes. from Walking Dead. Yes. I don't know who Remus is. What's is he name? the main character? Norm- Norman? Norman? Norman, yes. 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 Oh. Of course, ditched her. I had a thing for him watching that. Yeah. I, I, I don't watch it because um, it gives me a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I think I gave my dogs a few when I was watching it. Like, just... oh, yeah. <laughs> I do watch Game of Thrones and I do scream once in a while with the, oh, the murdering and the raping. I can't do Game of Thrones. Are you like uh, Game of Thrones fans? It, it was uh, rough. It was kind of rough was to rough. watch. Yeah. Rough. I agree. But do you know what makes it all better? Is uh, Rob Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I will. Oh, okay. No, Jon Snow. John, I liked Jon yes, Snow. Jon Snow, right? Right. No. I, I'm just, yeah. I like to keep it light. I told you, I'm a, I'm a reality TV girl. I, I can just play on my phone and watch. You don't have to get deep. You just kind of, it's kind of background noise. And that's all you need for reality TV. It just needs to be background noise. <laughs> you entertained. 
Mm-hmm. My neighbors recently on Monday nights, they invite me over to the bachelor party. Oh Lord. Yes. Oh, I have not watched that in so long. And now I'm, I You're am hooked. hooked. Oh gosh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It just takes a couple episodes. I haven't watched the bachelor. My daughter is a big fan. I was for many, many years, but I've kind of gotten away from that. There's just too many other things that I'm, I'm interested in, but it's, it's a, it's a, um, it's an exploitation of women. That's what okay. It is. Okay. And I, I got to tell you guys well, a funny story. Full yeah. advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I so- would agree. I would agree. And it makes you feel really good about yourself when you watch. <laughs> so I got to tell you guys a story about The Bachelor. I, sure. at the time, I was working as a hiking guide up in Thousand Oaks. And it's actually, I was a hiking guide out in Malibu. And the place I was working was a uh, location called Calamingus Ranch. Do you guys remember that show, The Biggest Loser? Yes. Okay. So that's where it was actually filmed from. It was no longer being filmed at the time, but they had turned it into like a, almost like a place where a sabbatical where people could come and stay for a week and they did healthy eating and hiking. Well, I happened to be one of the hiking guides and which I loved for me, it was probably the best shape I'd ever been in taking people hiking. So <laughs> I got, so I got to work out and get paid, which I loved. Well, anyway, yeah, nice. my, so I know. So anyway, so on my way to work, I had to pass the house where they um, shoot the bachelor where it's all uh, on that location. Oh, the and, house. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. The house. So, and, um, it's right off the road. So it's not like, you know, it's not like it's set back, but it's got a big gate in front of it and everything else. Well, one of the days when I was on my way to, to uh, work and I was leaving early in the morning happened to be one of the days where all the girls were coming in and traffic was backed up. Now I had to be to work, you know, early to be able to, to get there because they're counting. I mean, these clients pay quite a bit of money for this place. So, you know, it's, I didn't want to be late and I wanted to get there. And I was annoyed because there is a lot of filming and you can tell when there's a, here's a, here's a little tip. If you want to know if there's filming, you will see a yellow sign that's got verbiage on it. That makes absolutely no sense. Exactly. We right. see that here all the time. Yeah. yeah. And what, Sometimes yeah. they take the title and they write it backwards. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Or they put some kind, some kind of code in it and it just lets the actors or the extras or whoever's a crew know where to go and they follow the yellow signs. So, uh, so anyway, so I see it all the time, especially where I was going. So I get there, I'm stuck in traffic and I'm like, this is not good. So they're, they're moving people out of the way. They've got limos. They've got everything in there. And finally I waved to the guy and I said, dude, I got to get to work. I said, I, he goes, where do you work? I said, I'm down at Calamingus Ranch. I said, I don't care about any of this. I said, just pay me a path so I can get through. And he's like, and he goes, yeah, hang on a second. So I showed him my badge, told him where I was going. Plus the way I was dressed. It's like, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not here for, you know, I don't care. So they moved traffic I'm out of the way. Just <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't look like something out of a magazine unless it's field and stream. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> So I'm I they put me they get make a path for me to get through. The funny thing was is as I'm going through and all the people that were waiting to see everybody coming in as I'm coming through they all thought I was somebody and they're all taking pictures. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And I'm like, I just want to get to work. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> the bachelor's like, why didn't I get to see that girl? She looks down to earth and fit, like an outdoors. <laughs> Where did she go? That lady. Well, that crazy uh, dolphin showed up. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my gosh, it was so funny because you know they, like I said, all that area, um, and you you see a lot of stuff. You, you'll see it every once in a while. I told uh, Mel, who did I see the other day? I was just out. I had to go up. I had to go up to a, a oh. business meeting in Beverly Hills, and I ran Samuel, into Samuel when, Jackson. Yeah, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. No. yeah. So yeah, it's so you know what you kind of get used to it, and I'm not starstruck, so I don't care. You know, my thing is get out of my way. Let me do my job, and you know, hey, you're going to work. I'm going to work. You know, have a good day. That's pretty much my my attitude about it. I just, you know, it is, I just feel as though they're people too. And, and I feel they probably get bombarded so many times that when you see somebody, we just, I just don't bother with them. I just don't fool them. And then I, you know, and then sometimes you do see someone that you really looked up to or you, you, you admired, and then you're so disappointed in the way they acted. And it's like, really, dude, you know, I, I just think it happens a lot. Um, spill the tea, spill the tea. I can't read, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but I hear stories about that all the time. You know, I mean, they're just not nice to people. I know, yeah. That's yeah. My only bachelor at experience, cause I, I've never watched the show because I'm a writer. So I will not support reality television. Oh, Amy, I will stop. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no. This is where she gets all hoity toity on. But you know, they, they all have writers. Who who are we kidding, right? Those well, it's lives. 80 20. I heard that the uh, like Bachelor, they kind of and give it's 80 20. There's a, there's a little bit of stuff in there. Well, yeah. anyway, so I was in, I was but in, I'm gullible. I so was go a ahead. guest at this really, really, really fancy hotel in Puerto Vallarta. And I ha- had Anna with me mm-hmm. and we were taking a tour and she's like, <gasps> This is where the rose ceremony was. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and here, I guess one of the seasons, the finale is the rose ceremony. Was the yeah. rose ceremony. So and you that did was, not, oh, and I was like, nice. what? And so um, that was exciting for her because she's a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It is, it's, it's so funny when we see these things. And, well, you know, a lot of these places that are filmed, I'll be watching a movie. And I'm like, well, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. You know, <laughs> Just, yeah. you know, well, just like, that's yeah. interesting where you live and that's starting to happen here. Like right. I'm saying with Ozark yeah. around now, I can say, yeah, I know exactly where that barn is. So, I, I mean, I, I guess I'm a little, I, I'm getting better, but I am a little starstruck. Oh, I am starstruck. I would, tackle, I, am. I would tackle Rob Stark. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. See, and, and the only time. And it's funny, I only get nervous, I would get nervous and I get flustered because is is an NFL player because I have got, well, that's, that's my thing. That's, you know, my, my breath, I still lose my breath when I go out to a football field, even a pro game, it takes my breath away, but that's my thing. So I could care less about movie stars, but put me in front of an NFL player and I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say. I feel like (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I'm a little starstruck with athletes as well. I'm a big a sports fan so all across the board i'm i'm starstruck i guess anyway. <laughs> but i do think they look good in those tight pants well i have respect mm-hmm. for the pro athletes oh, i mean so and I, what they when they're in those tight pants yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's all good well mel she's being quiet here but oh, what she's not telling you is she used to do go to all these romance conventions mm-hmm. and run into all the yeah oh yeah i i i started going back in the the 90s to you know learn about how to write romances and meet some of my favorite authors it just so happened they were having mr romance cover model competitions so yeah so i got to meet fabio (laughs) i did and um oh my goodness his name just went out of my head he played the highlander on the uh, tv show 
Oh, yeah. Jamie. <gasps> yes. The on TV. Outlander. You're saying Outlander. No, no the Highlander. Highlander. It was a, oh. a TV show. God, what was his name? I'm going to have to Google that. But um, I met, I mean, they would come and they would actually, you know, be there to, you know, talk about something that they were supporting. Got to meet them. Super down to earth people. Very down to earth. Oh, that's I'm, nice to hear that. That's nice. Fabio, have you guys ever met uh, a celebrity that was like super down to earth and you got to just chat with? And Okay. This is my celebrity story. Gina was there. That's why I'm sharing it. So I, I don't remember which one. Are we you're going to, as soon as I say okay, it. Okay. Okay. So I um, wrote, you know, I write humorous books and I got the inspiration to write humorous books because I'm a huge Jenny Lawson fan. <gasps> Oh. And, and I was like, I can do this. I can write little chapters. Like I don't have to write a novel. I can just write little chapters of funny stories. That's what she does. And so she really inspired me. And so I reached out, I write for a magazine. So she was so kind to let me interview her in the magazine. And then when we started the show, I was like, Jenny, will you please be a guest on the show? And she said, yes. So before she came on, like, you know how you do like, just like we did this today, you do like a little sound check or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so when her face <clears throat> appeared, I started crying. You all know who Jenny Lawson is. She, well, I mean, she wrote, um, let's pretend this is, uh, this never happened. Anyway, she has like four. The same genre as your book. Yeah. She's a humor. She's mm-hmm. a humor writer. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I fanned out, so I started crying and I was like, I promise I'm just going to, just let me just get this out of my system while we're on the sound check and then I'm going to be better. And so then, um, and then I thought I got it out of my system. And then when she came back on, I cried again. <laughs> <laughs> I fanned, so I cool. love her. And you know, it's like, I've read her book a hundred times. And so it's like, even in the interview, remember, and I was like, remember when Lisa, Lisa's her sister, I was like, remember when Lisa did this and la, 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 la. And she's like, what? I'm like, in your first book, chapter four, page seven. And um, anyway, so that was my, my, that was, that's interesting. My, but she was cool. so nice and she handled it so well. And she was so gracious. And she was, she was like, it, it tickled her. Like it touched her that I was so happy to see her I think <laughs> she I think she was yeah I think she, I I, it was an interesting moment seeing you I could I was speechless Gina's like um Jenny um Amy's <laughs> fanning out right now just, just hold on a minute <laughs> we'll get through this interview I guess the most famous person you remember my story when I was on the I when I was very very young out of college in North Carolina Mel um mm-hmm. I don't know if you know the, the original color purple the movie color purple which I hear it's being remade yes and you know you have the musical well it was filmed in North Carolina Mm -hmm. near my parents and I was fresh out of college you know waiting tables and I ended up I was a teacher by trade during that time but anyway um, I decided I wanted to be an extra on the movie and I don't know if you that original movie I mean loaded with stars uh you know Quincy Jones was a music producer Steven Spielberg Oprah Oprah Oprah. Whippy Goldberg was there Danny Glover Danny Glover and I met everybody now all of my scenes were cut So you cannot see me in the color purple, but I was an extra and I got to just experience being around. I was young. I was fresh out of college. So I I was a little starstruck and I had a full on conversation with Quincy Jones. And I, I, and I, I thought that was pretty thinking about now on how famous he is and what he's done over the years. I mean, that was a pretty big deal. And, um, Steven Spielberg and his, at that time he was married to first wife. Yes. Amy, what was her name? Amy Irving, Irving. 
and they had just had their baby. So I, that was a really, oh, really cool experience. And, and they were nice. That's nice. Everybody was nice. And my sis, this is a funny story. The hotel that everyone stayed in, except for Steven Spielberg, but all the other actors, including Whoopi, including Oprah. Now, this is early days before Oprah had a talk show. Mm -hmm. There was this little hotel. It was a little Holiday Inn in the town of Monroe. Mel, if you know where that is, right next to Wingate in North Carolina. My sister... (laughs) was in high school and worked the front desk at this hotel. And she said the parties that went on in that hotel at night, the cat parties, people, the pool, I mean, the whole place had to be practically renovated. So no, they had a very good time, working all a very good time after filming. So she had some funny stories to tell about all the actors that were staying there. So yeah, that was interesting. I met my, uh, Magic Johnson once here in Buckhead in, um, and Maggiano's, I was with my, oh, my really? cousin was in town. She's like a SAP consultant. She was in town. She's like, let's meet at Maggiano's. I said, okay. So Magic Johnson comes in. I don't know any athletes, but I knew who he was. <laughs> I had a woman with them. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're Magic Johnson. He goes, yes. And I go, is that your wife? He goes, no. And then he sat down with like six other women. No way. Well, yeah, maybe it was a meeting. Oh, sure, Amy. He was in a meeting. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but he was really nice. Yes. Well, I'm sure he was. He seems to be a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I The only time I think I can think of someone that I actually interacted with, I've, I've had a couple of people that I've had an opportunity to meet, but the one that sticks out the most was, a, this is a long time ago, I was doing a lot, of, I was doing voiceover and extra work and stunt work. You know, I had a very brief uh, Whoa, time frame. Stunt work? Did well, you, you know, we just martial. Work? I did martial arts, so a lot oh, of times, nice. yeah, yes. I, I do. I should say, I still do martial arts. I still do. I still teach it. Still do it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so anyway, I was hired to do some different things, and um, I was down in San Diego, and they were filming. Do you remember that show, Pensacola? That had um, it was Barbara Streisand's husband. I can't think of his name. James oh, something. Bro- I can't. Roland. Yeah, yeah, Bro- yeah, something like that. Roland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so. Now, how it works, well, you know how it is, uh, Gina, because you it's like you, you're sitting around waiting most of the day yes. until they say, oh, yeah, come here, you know, you can come in and do this, or they tell you what you need to do, and, and you, you move on. Well, right. while I was waiting during that 10-hour time frame, um, uh, Pamela Anderson walked in, because she was oh. getting ready. She was going to film, Bar- she was doing Barbarella. Do you remember her show, Barbarella, oh, that she yes. was doing? Yeah. Yes. So she was waiting, and she'd come in, and we were kind of hanging out. And again, I'm not real starstruck. And of course, everybody's mouths dropped when she walked in. And I'm just standing there waiting, and I was against the, the door frame, just kind of hanging, and I said hi. She said hi. And um, we, and she walked in. I said, oh, are you, just, are you waiting? She goes, yeah, I need to talk to the director. I said, yeah. I said, I'm waiting to go in to do my thing and we just started talking she said hey you know what i gotta read this she goes you got a second i'm like yeah sure so we sat down in the door frame and we were just re- going back and forth reading you know and she was the nicest person you know it was maybe five minutes or so and because then the guy came out and she says yeah i gotta go and i said you know it was nice talking to you and that was it 
That was the end of wow. my book. He was the nicest yeah, person. Cool. But I, you know what it is? I, I think because I didn't make a big deal about her. She was like, hey, you got it? And I'm like, mm. yeah, sure. What, you know, what do you need? And it was just, it was just the coolest experience. And, and you know, because people look at her and they, you know, they judge her right from the beginning. But yeah. when you really get to talk to people and you find out they're human, you know, <laughs> yeah, she was pretty nice. She was a nice I think, person. I, I think like she kind of gets a bad rap. And the only reason I say that, I don't know if you know, are you aware of the show that they've done on Hulu, the, Pam and Tommy? It's, mm-hmm. it's it's a mm-hmm. story of their life, basically. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to watch it. My daughter came home from school this past weekend. She goes, mom, you really should just watch it. You really should. You should watch it. So I did. I watched a couple of episodes and it's it's out there. I mean, it's interesting. It's, it's the real deal of how they met, you know, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee Jones. And of course, the infamous sex tape that everybody knows about. Right. But it's the story behind that. It's kind of interesting. If you can get past... Uh, first, there's some things you got to get past, but him in kind of an unfavorable, yes, celebrity like mm. not paying the contractor and kind of right. Like, it makes him look bad, yeah. but it, it you feel a little bit for um her? Pamela Anderson a little bit. You do feel a little bit She's for like, her. Maybe I shouldn't have married after meeting him nine hours. Right, exactly. <laughs> but it's just that 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 whole lifestyle. I mean, come on, it's just so unreal. It's something that most of us can't even fathom. But it's interesting the story behind. And Seth Rogen is very good in this um, the show, and um, does he play the contractor? He plays yes, the contractor and um, Lila James. I don't know if you know that actress. She plays Pamela Anderson, and I can't think of the man that plays Tommy Lee Jones. He was a Marvel actor. Oh, Tommy Lee. Lee. I said I said Jones. I meant Tommy Lee. Thinking of be, another, that would be an interesting pairing. Yeah, that would be an interesting Pam pairing. Anderson and Tommy Lee Jones. But it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> interesting. He's like, he's like reading Shakespeare, and she's like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> I watched a little bit of it. I don't. I'm not gonna like recommend it, but it it's the um, behind the it's behind the scenes of how they video. met. I had no idea how that video got. Still, how that whole thing came about, you know. But anyway, it was yeah, yeah. Because, because her husband was cheap. That's how that. Happened. Yeah. Yes, he was. He wouldn't cheap. pay the contractor. Yes. Yeah. Give you a hint. Oh. That's right. <laughs> no, I don't. He, he would have done right by Billy Bob the contractor. And <laughs> and speaking of, I actually looked up to see if um, Motley Crue is still touring. You know, his band, and they are. They're actually touring. Really, to Atlanta oh. <laughs> this summer. Yeah, actually. That is um, never was a really big fan, but anyway, they yeah. had a few good songs. You guys, speaking of music, you guys have some good summer concerts that come up. We get them oh, here wow. in San Diego. We get really good summer concerts, and mm-hmm. uh, which is fun. I know down by UMail, you get quite a few. I actually saw Michael Bolton and Kenny oh, G, um, and it was down on it was uh, in Mission Bay, so it's like right mm-hmm. on the water, and it's really yep. it's really pretty. Uh, oh, so yeah. Yeah, I saw the Rolling Stones. Yeah, I just saw the Rolling Stones. Yes, I'm going to see the Eagles on March 4th. Oh, fun! It's about my third time seeing them. Um, I, I, it's funny. I didn't see so many concerts as a younger person, you know, raising kids. But now we're empty nesters, and we're like concerts coming to Winget. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying, (laughs) as a young adult, I never saw a lot of concerts. But now that I don't have kids at home, I mean, we're like teenagers again. You know, I never of, saw a concert till I was 20 because I grew up in a tiny town. Oh, that's there were right. No concerts that's to be right. had. One year, the um, 
we have a stern wheeler festival <laughs> and like wow uh, that sounds exciting like, like a hank williams <laughs> jr type guy came oh and nice sang. yeah that was like the biggest thing to come to our town well, you know, I love the outdoor concerts. We do have an arena here. Um, it used to be Verizon Amphitheater, but now Ameris Bank has bought it out. So it is the oh. Ameris Outdoor arena. Theater, right? Arena. Yeah. And um, it's it's not too big. I love seeing concerts there. And our, you know, spring and early summer, it's nice. But yes, you get into August in Atlanta, it's miserable. But San Diego, where you guys are, I mean, talk about perfect weather. That is... It- it is. It's just the traffic. So <laughs> you have to plan way ahead if you want to be there on time. So really? Yeah. Cause the arena that the, I think the last time I went to a concert in a, a, a large arena was um, south of me in Chula Vista. Mm. And so uh, I was trying to remember who that was. I think it was uh, Dave Matthews band. As oh, far as, like, yeah, the they're awesome. yeah. They were really good. Love. Very good love. I, I've never heard anybody not like a Dave Matthews band concert. I've sure. heard, they're they're very good live. They're, they're, I, I I do love going to concerts. I'm I'm yeah. I, like I said, I like it all. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. So what's the last concert you saw, Amy? What was your last concert? Let's see here. Oh, my kid. I take my daughter to. I am so old. Even as a young woman, when I was like 27, I'm like it's so. It's so loud. Well, she's not going with me to yeah. any concert. I know. I'm on the show, on the studio. I'm like, Tommy, turn it down. Turn it down. I'm just like an old person. So, but I do take Anna to shows. So I've seen Taylor <laughs> Swift three times. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh. Yeah. Now I have never seen Taylor Swift, but yeah. good for you, I Amy. That's awesome. I'm, I'm so proud of you. Maybe like Gwen Stefani. And then when she was little, I took her to Taylor Swift when she was five years old. No, no, no. Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood was opening for Keith Urban. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's took, a great show. I took Anna all the yeah. way downtown and Carrie Underwood had just started out. So she was good, but you know, she was just started out. And then Keith Urban comes out and plays the guitar. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's like, oh, night that's day. amazing. And so, and Anna's like, mommy, I want to go. And she was, you know, she was only like four <laughs> or five. And I was like, okay. So I paid for the Keith Urban, but we just stayed for the 20 minutes of Carrie Underwood. No, the that's, only that's my concert history besides one time I saw uh, Rod Stewart in like 1985. He is coming to Atlanta in August and I have never seen him. And I do want to see him because I don't know how much longer he's going to be. He kicks soccer balls out. Oh, really? Oh. Now he's going to Vegas, I think. I, I saw oh. a thing where he's, he's going to be in Vegas. And like I, regular? A regular uh, a resident? No, I think it's going to be like a short period of time. And then he's on tour because he's on my list. I would like to actually see him. He's, you know, it's funny. There's these artists that I really wanted to see when I was younger. And, yeah. you know, and I, I grew up in, in New York and where I lived, you know, you had to either go down to the city to see concerts. And, uh-huh. and at that time, you know, so, so I've been trying to reestablish all the ones that I want to go and see. Well, you better and get on it, girl. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did, I did see Elton John, which I was really excited yeah. to see. Oh, and now I really yes, went out yes. oh, so good. I really wanted to see an Elton John concert. I just took my son to go see Leonard Skinner. 
believe it or not. Oh, oh, yeah. awesome. Now, and that was, that was really good. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's funny. There's definitely a list, but we should do that, Mel. Maybe you and I need a road trip because oh, we God. just interviewed a gal who is opening uh, at, she's a ventriloquist and she's going to be the, the headliner for the English hotel. So maybe we can uh, go out and see, yeah. <laughs> go out and see April Brooker Peter. and go see Rod Stewart. At the same- <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm game. <laughs> no, I mean, the thing is like, I, I remember, remember when Prince right before he passed away he was here at the Fox his last concert was here in Atlanta at the Fox Theater and it was a I remember it well it was in February what it's been like two or three years now since he passed Mm -hmm. and it was a cold February Thursday evening I looked to see if there were tickets available because I had never seen him and he I loved Prince I mean that you know oh I have seen Madonna that was awesome I see Madonna emotional journey oh did she she told you right away I'm gonna take you on an emotional journey and she did oh I bet (laughs) a little vogue but um so I never I didn't go that night it was a cold rainy night and I just said eh going into Atlanta I just didn't want to do it and I so regret that so now when somebody like that comes to town i.e. an Elton John or a Rod Stewart, I'm like, I'm going to go because they could die. Uh, yes. I hate to say it. But <laughs> uh, I hate to be morbid, but that's my old, my old neighborhood. We guys are talking about Rod Stewart. She was at uh, a meeting, like her husband's company, like on the beach, like in the Bahamas mm-hmm. or something. And they paid Rod Stewart to come out to perform on the beach. Oh my God. And oh, wow. No professional. And he just came out and set up his stuff and he sang. And on the way out, like people could kind of like a wedding line and people are like, thank you for coming. And he's like, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's, that was the exchange. They said he was so nice and professional. Well, one Which thing I believe he's I, been in the business for so long. I know. I think one thing you learn, you, they ha- everybody has a persona mm-hmm. and even like a comedian or an actor or a musician. And you think they're this certain person because that's the persona that they portray to right. us. But then you meet them yeah. and you realize, well, that's just their act that well, they're Gina not really I, that person. Gina and I've made that mistake. We won't name names that we had several comedians on our show. Oh, and then right. Were funny. And we're like, tell us a joke. And they're like, I'm not going to tell you a joke because somebody could steal my joke. I'm like, what? Oh, wow. wow. I'm like, if you are a comedian, I have the expectation that you're going to be funny on my show. And so (laughs) we've booked a comedian since. We have not. We'll have to to audition them. We're like, "Mm, I don't know. Well, this whole stealing joke thing. (laughs) And it's like, yeah. (laughs) Have you all done any standup? Amy, Amy has done standup and I have dabbled in it. Over the last couple of years, it's a lot of fun, something I never thought I would do, but I've always admired comedians as well. And it's been, it's been a lot of, a lot of fun. Have either of you ever dabbled in any of that? No, the most I've ever done is public speaking. You know, I've done events, thing, right? you know, speaker, but that's about it. I mean, again, and I just wing it like everything else, but you know, no, I don't think I've ever, I've never attempted that. I think the, uh, the podcast and probably public speaking have been the, and, you know, and obviously being, you know, doing extra work, but yeah, no, I don't think I've, that's not something I've done. Mel, what about you? I, I don't know. I can't, uh, Mel, Mel, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I'm not very funny, but. Um, <laughs> yes, you are. We just got I, pulled out of her. <laughs> I literally have, this is weird. I literally have this bad phobia about going to comedy clubs sometimes because I went on this um, date uh, in my twenties and this guy was like, oh, you know, let's. I didn't know him from anybody. He was a blind day. He wanted to go to Charlotte and he wanted to go to the comedy club. <laughs> and I, it, it just uh, literally 
they, they tank every one of them. It's not funny. Oh. And then the, P, the audience got upset. I developed a phobia of like, uh, I got anxiety for people get, get up on stage now. So. Oh, <laughs> no, I can't. Just make you sweat. Oh my gosh. Uh, very real. My first time that I step and do comedy, you know, it's like, you know, you get five minutes or whatever. And there was a guy that he actually was like a genius. I can't, I can't think of the comedian that I would compare him to, but there is somebody who's really famous who does similar comedy, very dark. It was just the wrong crowd. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, <clears throat> and everybody told him you cannot do this jokes in this crowd because it's like 50% women, their girlfriends are coming. They won't think it's funny, but he's like, you don't know comedy. And he probably do fine oh. in Atlanta, like at the laughing skull. But anyway, he did it at the punchline oh. and he had this great joke about this sounds terrible, but he was talking about uh, basically uh, kidnapping and murdering women and how he's glad that trunks, they tell you how many cubic feet the trunks are. So he could, you know, oh my gosh. If he could fit the woman in the tr- trunk. And it was like, it actually, I'm butchering the joke. It actually was like a very smart, sophisticated, uh, but it, murdering a person joke, but like you could hear a pin drop and even people going, Ugh. you know, and then he got off stage and he was just like, what? And then I got up there and did like my mom jokes and everyone's like, you're the best. And I'm like, you gotta read the crowd, dude. You do have to know the audience. And we yes. both took these classes. We actually took comedy classes. Um, Jeff justice comedy workshop here in Atlanta and, um, learned so much about your content and you do have to know your audience. I mean, yeah. and, and, yeah. and I'm clean, Amy and I both do and then clean. That one guy, remember we did, it was like a country club crowd because we were doing a night of comedy for a charity event. And so we had a headliner who's a professional and he bombed. And I warned him, I was like, I am handing you on a platter, a bunch of country club ladies, adjust your material. Oh, accordingly. Right. I remember that. Yes. And he yep. bombed. And I was oh. like, why don't these people listen to me? The professionals are bombing yes. left and right. Yes. No, it's, <laughs> it's scary. I've, I guess I've done it four times now and I don't know if I'm going to keep doing it, but it's fun. It was a, it was a definitely a bucket list and a challenge. And um, I would have never done it if it weren't for Amy. Amy inspired me to I'm do like, all of it. It's an addiction. It's an addiction. And, um, you know, it's fun. It, it is. It's it a is little an bit. Addiction. And, you know, and it's writing. You have to write your material yeah, right. and edit it. And um, I've even heard somebody, um, Jerry Seinfeld, I heard an interview with him where he said it, he will spend hours honing in on the exact word to make the joke work. Like oh, sure. just, just sometimes it's one word that you have to change. Like Pat's blue ribbon is funnier than beer. Right. And like, like using you know, a, a, a yeah. female name uh, and the, the standup that I did recently, I used the name Carla because Carla's funnier than Annie. I mean, cause Carla has a hard Mm-hmm. consonant sound to it and you know yeah, it's kind of like, like a Karen a together it's, it's just so yeah. yeah there really is a science behind it and there's it's very t- so Mel the next consuming. time you go mm-hmm. just try to see if they're doing any of our tips <laughs> or drink a little bit kind of relax that would be such a great date if they were funny that yeah. would be such a great date because comedy it just, you know, it gets your endorphins going and then it's something to talk about. Like, oh, that was guy was so funny. It's really awkward. That's the worst yeah. date if it's awkward and they bob and you're like, you start to sweat and you're like, get off 
the stage, man. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why they do wait and they do want the crowd to start drinking. They want you in there. The doors yeah. open an hour before some, and you're waiting a, sometimes an hour to two <laughs> hours. Know, sometimes no amount of alcohol can save that. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't enough. <laughs> That you is true. That and you're just shaking your head. No, you're like, that joke could have been so good and you blew it. Yeah. I've never, we've had good audience. We've had, I've, every time I've done it, it's been a very good, safe audience where we've been successful. I haven't gone out and ventured out to the big dark world of, you know, midtown clubs. Or, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not going there. <laughs> but it, it, I learned a lot. I will say that. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like fun. And plus with your show, you guys, I mean, you're, you're, pre- you're pretty much improv, you know, with a lot of the stuff yeah. that you do. So it's kind of fun when you have somebody that you can bounce off of, you know, and feed off of each other and then and build, you know, and that's having that chemistry, I think has a lot to do with it too. You know, even with us, yeah. with our podcast, we have times where we have, we have some great guests. Like when we did, um, uh, Pamela Hopkins. Uh, by the way, if you guys want to go see somebody amazing, if you're on a road trip and you head out to Arkansas, go see her. Go oh, yeah. see her. She's so good. But um, we can. I don't have any trips planned to Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, well, well, hopefully she'll be coming your way. Yeah. yeah. Pamela <laughs> Hopkins. I wrote yeah. it down. Yeah, she, she's good. But anyway, we just hit it off with her. And it was like, it was just like, we've known her for years and years and years. And she is such a, a great person. And then we've had other guests where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is painful. I'm like trying to pull something out of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, okay, like, well, in seven minutes. Thanks for coming. <laughs> what we do that has helped probably the most is we only give them 15 minutes. We, our guests, our segments are, we'll have sometimes two guests and as many as three and, and they only get 15 minutes. And sometimes that 15 minutes is like, long. It's like it was 14 minutes too long. And then other times we wish we had them on. <laughs> then other times we wish we had them on for 30 or 40, you know, they were so great. Yeah. We hate to see that they're, yeah. But you don't know, like you're Maybe saying, I'm wanting more. you don't know until you do this and get out there and start yeah. talking. And now yeah. Gina and I squabble like sisters. Like I'll be like, okay, well, we only have two minutes left. And Gina's like, no, we have three. I'm like, no, we have two. I'm like, fuck is wrong. Or she'll like, poke I'm like other. hitting her under the yeah, table. I'm kicking table. her. Or I'll be like, Gina, quit talking. And she's like, you shut up. I'm like, you shut up. Like, <laughs> no, we, we, we do just squabble like sisters. It's hilarious. We don't get that bad. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that you're, you're, you're quarreling over how many minutes you have left and you waste one of them just fucking. Right, right, exactly. And her guest is like, what's happening? What's exactly. Happening? And this whole thing came about. The funny thing of how this whole podcast that we did came about. It was interesting because Amy and I played tennis together. That's how we met. And we had so much fun on the tennis court. We didn't care if we won or lost. lost, (laughs) It got to the point where we were on the, I don't know if you've heard of in Atlanta, they have um, it's Atlanta lawn and tennis association. It's a huge league and it's very competitive and you have the a league and the B league and the C league. And it's like, Oh my God, you play a or B. So, you know, Amy and I are playing, we were playing on the B league, which was perfect. We were very happy. I've been on the A league too competitive. But we just had so much fun. Only thing we cared about was the food. Right. And like, will, be these, will there be snacks? All right. Will there be snacks? One time we were at the wrong snack table. We ate the oh. opponent's snacks. And our team <laughs> for us. They couldn't find us. We were supposed to be playing on the court. We were eating somebody else's snacks. But that's when we just had, we just had so much fun. And then she was starting the podcast and wanted a co-host and just kind of asked me out of the blue, do you want to be my co-host? And I said, Amy, I, 
I don't know how to be. She goes, I don't either. Let's just do it. It'll be fine. We can do it. And that's really how it all started. We just kind of. And it used to be super scripted. We made that mistake. I don't know if Mm -hmm. you guys did that. I was so controlling and nervous. Yeah, that was her. I didn't want to be scripted. But it worked out. It kind of trained us. So now we're really not scripted at all. We might read something, just remember who the guests are at the beginning. (laughs) Other than that, we wing it. So, you know, it's just like you guys, right? You just start to realize what works and what doesn't, which has been really fun. Yes. It's been, a, we have um, grown and it's, we've been, a, we always say we're a work in progress and still are, but it's been a lot of fun. And that's, that's kind of where we are. Um, when we came together, well, we started doing it and I was just saying to my friends, come on, on, let's just share stories. Let's make it fun. And it's grown and it's grown. And then Mel and I work so well together mm-hmm. and we really have a great time because Mel, you didn't think in a million well, years, you know, looking no. back a year ago, you would have been like, you know, I'll let no. you, you know, yeah. Cause no. then when I asked you, she was like, mm. <laughs> oh man, she, she would ask me so many times, can you come on? And I'm like, oh God. And then I just get all upset because I was always like a background <laughs> person. I would just be sick to my stomach and I wouldn't sleep the day before. And I, here I am. Y'all can, you're, you're, I, so I never, ever planned the, this, but it's, it's, it's really cool. It's really brought me out of my shell. It has. And yes. I mean, I can hear <laughs> by the excitement in your voice when you talk about your guests, like that's the best part, even like the chase of like trying to get somebody big on your show and then you yeah. get them yeah. or get like a mom that has like a really sweet, compelling story. Like that's what I love. Like, mm-hmm. and a lot of times one guest leads to another guest. They're like, Oh, Oh, if you like me, you would like her. So, um, I, I like that. It's like, it really expands our, um, circle. It's kind of interesting. And I do a little stalking and a lot of DMing. <laughs> I don't know if you guys do that, but, um, you know, I, I don't give up on certain people. There's still some people I'm, I have, we have our reach guests that were yeah. still. Oh, Gina got uh, Karen White on our show. She was lovely and funny. Yes. She was, she was the best comedian we've had on. Wow. You mean Karen um, Morgan? I mean, Karen Morgan. Yeah. But Karen White was also yeah, a, right a best-selling yeah. New York Times so best-selling was, author. Yeah. Yes. And I'm trying nice to, guest yes. Have you heard of Leanne Morgan? She's a comedian. I don't know how much she does on the West Coast. I bet Mel knows her because she's, she's a, more of a Southern king. It, it sounds familiar. She does sound familiar. I'm trying to get her. And I know, you know, Jeff Foxworthy. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't have Jeff coming on, but I <laughs> Sorry, but I think that I think better closest person to Jeff Foxworthy. His wife. We have his better. Oh, that's cool. And I think it's really cool. I just kind of, I had met her once, and we were friends on Facebook, and just kind of started talking to her online. And she just seems like the sweetest person. She's very humble, very modest. And she says, I am not the funny person. I don't know what I'm going to say on your show. She <laughs> says, I, we really just lead, lead a very humble life. And I said, then that's what I want you to talk about. I just want you to talk about your life, being married to this funny guy that I'm sure. She's very philanthropic. Um, yeah, she is. And I'm sure when, when he was traveling in the younger years and you were raising a family, you have stories to tell, you know, and um so I think it's going to be interesting. I think she's going to be a great guest. So That's fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yes. Greg Foxworthy. That, her actual name is Pamela Greg. You better believe we're going to put Greg in tiny letters and then Foxworthy. 
nothing. <laughs> giant letters. Gonna gonna everything. everything. She doesn't we're gonna, look we're like gonna Jeff. Be, we're going to be winning the SEO. Foxworthy's Ooh. coming on in the birds. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's where we are. I, we just keep, I just keep throwing it out there. I tell Mel, I said, throw enough spaghetti, something will stick. And I mean, I have reached out to so many people. And when someone says yes, I'm like, oh, this is good. And, and for, we've had such a variety of, of guests come on, but I love it because like you said, one leads to another, to another, to another. Exactly. And, and, and again, it's just like, you never know unless you ask. And I said, oh, what's exactly. the worst case scenario? They just don't respond or they say no. Okay. Well, that's know, fine. You're not going to die. Right. Right. Not gonna kill you. Yeah. I was, I had COVID back a few weeks. January. And so I was in bed for a few days. I had it kind of bad, the Omicron. And, um, you know, so I thought she was going to die. There was a few (laughs) rough days. There was a few rough days. Oh man. And I'm vaccinated. Yada, yada. Still got it, whatever. But, um, so I was, there was a lot of time I was in bed doing, watching a lot of TV and I literally was finding guests off the, the I was stealing guests off the today show. (laughs) (laughs) I kid you not. And two have responded. And one was on our show last week Mm. and one's coming on in June. I I just found them to be very interesting. And I thought, surely they have an Instagram account and Oh yes, they do. And before you know it, they're responding. You just never know. And I've learned with Amy, you know, just ask, just ask, like you said, it can't hurt. All they can do is say no. Yeah. Yeah. And when you, they do come on, it's really fun. I mean, it really is when we get an opportunity to really interview somebody, you know, and I get excited because everybody has such a different story and a different lifestyle that, it, you know, it's so much fun to be able to have them and talk to them, you know, one-on-one and have them, you know, as part of us, but Hey, you know what? I've had such a great time. It has been so much fun with you guys. And we definitely need to have you guys back just so we can sit and have coffee together. And I hope our circle of friends enjoyed being with us in this conversation and kind of just hanging out. Um, it was so much fun, but I know they're going to want to see more of you. And uh, again, how can they find you? Where, where can our circle of friends find you? Well, in the burbs, you can watch on Roku. You just have to look up uh, UI media. That's the network. And then in the burbs. And then if you <clears throat> Google in the burbs with Amy and Gina will pop up on Facebook and YouTube. If you, if you prefer a podcast versus the video, uh, the best place to listen to us is Spreaker. And if you're interested in Amy Lyle's books, the book of failure, mm-hmm. or we're all a mess. It's okay. Those are available on Amazon. You can just search Amy Lyle. And, and we stream live every other Wednesday, Eastern time at four o'clock. Um, on Facebook and YouTube live. So you can catch us there and we would love for people to, you know, watch, check us out, out, comment, you know, write to us. We answer mail. (laughs) (laughs) And as you guys know, all of their links will be in the podcast and you guys will be able to find them. So, uh, but thank you, you guys so much fun. So So, uh, we will see you guys. Well, we'll see you guys again in April. So our guests of ours. Oh, I can't wait. So we get to really see you. I know. That's going to be fun. I'm going to, we're going to tease the audience. You guys, we're going to put in a fishbowl things like worst first date ever worst right. gift from your mother-in-law worst fall in public and we're going to pull them out gina and i are going to pull them out and then <laughs> mel or coach mickey or uh gina and i we have to tell a story if you if you if you don't have a good story for that we're going to say you could pass yeah we'll pass, we yeah. pass. Okay. i love it i love it that'll be fun i'm looking forward to it so me too <laughs> 
All right, you guys, thank you so much for being with us. Um, We're excited to be with you in April. And uh, as usual, for our circle of friends, thank you so much for joining us each and every week like you guys do and supporting us. We love hearing from you. And we're just ordinary friends trying to live an extraordinary life. And we will look forward to seeing you next week. Bye. Bye, Bye. This episode was brought to you by KeepOnSharing.com. They're calling themselves the first truly ethical social network. They'll share back 50% of their revenue with their users, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's free to register, and they never sell your information. You can list your products, events, and content for free. Adult content accounts, be gone. They're fun, positive, and encouraging sites supporting local business. In a day and age where social media sites, even well-established ones, are being brought to light left and right for their questionable and sometimes downright archaic business practices, KeepOnSharing.com is a well-needed breath of fresh air. While you can share personal content, news articles, or just about anything for fun and profit, the marketplace allows practically anyone to sell anything at any time from anywhere. But on this site, you are the boss. I cannot express how amazing it is that KeepOnSharing.com shares 50% of all revenue back with the users on top of having a truly transparent, supportive, and clean business model. Check them out. I'm signing up. Will you? Go ahead and meet me on there. Just go to KeepOnSharing.com. A link will be provided in this episode's description. 